Hello and welcome to the First Issue Club podcast. We're your weekly comic book reading club, and we're here to get you through the muddy and murky landscape that is comic books. I need some, like, uh, wrestling walk-down music. Yeah, no, I like that. Every time I do this. I felt like Razor Ramon was here. Yeah, I was going to say, Mike D has left the building. (laughs) Who is this character we're talking to? We're going to introduce you to First Issues. Whether you're a newcomer, a long-timer, a baby inside of your mommy's tummy, we're bringing the comic information to you. We'll we'll slide it up there for you. Oh, God. (laughs) You always take it there. It's just, you take it to that point where everyone's just like, I need an adult whenever Budget King is around. I pictured headphones. Gently draped upon a a pregnant woman's tummy. Okay, yeah. That's... Listening to our podcast. <laughs> no insertion needed. <laughs> I yeah. assumed that uh, we most people were thinking like, well, how does it? How do they get it? How do they get the sound? So. I, you know what? We do have a lot of audiophiles <laughs> who listen to this show, and we kind of love the details that you give they when uh, this kind of situation comes yeah. up. God damn it! You guys hear that? This is Caitlin's voice back on the podcast. Yes. Hey! Finally. I've returned. We've dropped the court order. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for so long. You were standing 500 feet away from the the studio. You know what? No regrets. And I don't promise to be any better. (laughs) The Gang of Four has returned. Yep. (laughs) Gang of Four, what we always call ourselves. (laughs) As you may recall. From episode one, we coined that term. The the old Gang of Four. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, that's who's in the club today. It's, It's Budget King. Mike D. Greg. And Caitlin. How about that? We're here. We're We're, all here. We're here. And we almost have a first issue for each of us. We're one short. Oh, yeah. But all in in honor of Caitlin, these are all about stellar women leads surrounded in a market and atmosphere with men. You're a woman surrounded by dude podcasters. (laughs) And we're honoring you by covering Shadecraft, Witchblood, and Silk. Oh, yeah. Do you feel honored? Yes, of course. These lovely ladies. <laughs> lovely leading ladies. Yeah. Good. Lots of female creators, lots of female leads. It's it's all female all the time. And, oh, we're in a Women's History Month still. Femme de la creme. Yeah. Ooh, we, that's we, good. We're recording in Women's History Month. We will be... Out of it. Into, uh, what's April? Birthing month? Month of the... April is April Fool's month. Every April. day you have to do a trick on someone. It's the fool, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the fool's month. Fool's history month. <laughs> yeah. You you spend a lot of money on dynamite covers. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> that force. During April. Vampirella. <laughs> <laughs> I was on... Am I going to pick cover A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, Do I want the black and white version of it? The virgin black and white version of it? I was on my pre-orders today for Final Order Cutoff, and... They just don't learn. Uh, their yeah. dynamite has no joke. Eight different covers for every book. Yeah, and more, and they're just stupid looking. Mm-hmm. I God. hate scrolling past them every week because it takes up like five pages on the website. It does, and it's ridiculous. Well, do, are 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 they making what they need to make off of it to keep doing it? That they way? they haven't stopped this. I right. don't. You've yeah. got to assume that it's yeah. profitable for you know. They what must are, they must sell one one of fifty to make all their money on those printings. <laughs> Maybe that that's their thing is that in their basement they have their own little print shop. They have their own personal printing press yeah. at, at Dynamite. And so they're just like, interns, roll the presses. <laughs> they're like, we don't give a shit. We can make it right <laughs> now. I guess how many people 
go into their shop every week and just say, I'm tangentially familiar with Vampirella. Mm -hmm. This cover speaks to me. (laughs) In a sexual way. I'll pick it up. That's probably right. But (laughs) if you just make every other cover just a rotation Mm -hmm. of different shit, Mm -hmm. then you're more likely to find that person who's just like, okay, Erica Henderson did a cover. I like her. Right. I'll pick up Sonya Versal this week. Right. But Sonya Versal 4? I guess I need to find the other three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't think like we do as on a completionist level. No. They're just like, here's a cool looking comic. I'll take it. What's that life like? (laughs) They must have money. (laughs) (laughs) Because I spend all of mine on stupid comic books. They're what we call, in quotes, casuals. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's actually more money to be a completist because then you're like trying, if you get one, you have to get the rest. In order to... So, yeah, maybe I make Although more I money, just... but it goes to other places. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't get to keep it. <laughs> so the first book that we're going to cover today, uh, Shadowcraft? Shadecraft. 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 Sorry, I did the most. same thing to he, Caitlin. He actually got a little huffy with me. He goes, what are you calling it? What are you saying? And I was like, Shade Shadecraft. Look, at it's... Because it was Shadowcraft all day. Well, there, there, it should be called Shadowcraft. Because there <laughs> well, are shadows in it. You know, I, I'm not going to argue with you there. <laughs> well, there's news in and of itself for that book. That this it was printed with blood. It, yes, it's <laughs> printed in blood. Uh, it uh, it was optioned before it was released. Is that is that the timeline? Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, of, uh, you are correct. Yeah. Of things. So, But it wasn't one of those deals where it's like... Um, they knew it was going to get optioned. Yeah, yeah. So it was a little bit more hypey. It wasn't made to be optioned. Yeah, like Image had done the Netflix deal and stuff, and there's other deals that exist. This this one was, uh, yeah, it, it's, it, it is optioned by Netflix. So with being on this show and learning more about the industry, I found out that while you make a comic, you can also shop it around to like TV studios at the same time. So you're pitching them the idea like a normal pitch meeting. Yeah, and you actually have the ultimate pitch because you can bring in like the comic book storyboards. It, yeah. it is a storyboard. It's a fucking walk-in storyboard. And, and, you know, it sucks because this book is now pretty much worthless. Well, so this one was also the follow-up to, I forget the series Oh, Skyward? Yeah, Skyward. I, I know it's the same creative team as Skyward. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same it's not, universe. I guess, so it's not a follow-up to that story, but they made a big deal about how it was hard for them to even come out with this. Mm-hmm. But I think it can't be, it couldn't have been that hard if you were like trying to get it optioned <laughs> right. as you're making it. No, that's, yeah, so what Caitlin is referencing then, I think, is that they said that they wanted it to come right after Skyward. Yes. Like, it, with their creative things. But the point you made is awesome. It's like, well, they're shopping it, so did they really give a shit? Yeah. I like Skyward a lot, though. Yeah. What I said there, by the way, sounded like mansplaining. <laughs> During uh, Femme de la Creme? Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're mansplaining? I was I actually, know. I was just trying to piece together our memories of the of the copy that we read together, though. Yes. So, in my defense... <laughs> You're explaining to the readers. Well, Real I was kind close of one. It was a lot. It was a lot of copy about how nervous they were to come out with this and how they hoped it stand stood alone and wasn't just like in the shadow of Skyward. But um, <laughs> funny. But yeah, because it deals with shadows. <laughs> we're talking about it so much. Let's just get into the deets here. Yeah, this is a book by Henderson, Garbett, Fabella, and Bowland. Like we mentioned, the same team from Skyward. Out on Image Comics, just like Skyward. Ooh. <laughs> Premise of this book, shadows be fighting. Shadows be real. <laughs> oh, I love the way it started. There's a 
guy and a girl. They're in high school. Mm-hmm. There's a little will they, won't they, a little Sam and Diane. It's got Netflix all over it already. <laughs> she kisses him. He's like, oh, no. I just wanted my Switch back. I need my Nintendo Switch back. <laughs> well, to be fair. That's the only reason I'm walking you home. He's a total snack, so I would have gone on for the smooch as well. Yeah. She's, she's not so bad either. Oh, I know, but I'm saying if I was her, I would be smooching on that snack. Are you uh, judging a teen by their looks, Caitlin? <laughs> uh, I might same be. With, same with res- Greg. In response, yeah, in response to. Now me. listen, I can't That's say things are. Sixteen-year-old. Are you? God damn. Are you Matt Gates from Florida? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's having a week. Yeah. <laughs> Illustrated children are children too, you guys. <laughs> Even if they're played by twenty-somethings on TV. <laughs> But she, our, our lead face plants, basically, because she gets rejected by this guy she kisses, mm-hmm. who's like one of her best friends. She's like, I fucked it up. She's walking home the rest of the way by herself. Kind of gets attacked by her own shadow or shadow monsters. Yes. And her mom turns on the porch light and all the monsters go away because everyone knows a shadow's greatest enemy is direct light. No, 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 no. A shadow's greatest assistant <laughs> is direct light. It's a frenemy type of situation. Right? <laughs> there are no shadows. If you're in total darkness. If you're in total darkness, light has to be there to cast a shadow. That bugged me about the whole premise of fighting shadows with light. So you, is, this is like Swiss cheese now. There's holes all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> I, we know we know that there is a shadow that aids her. The thing attacking her might just be darkness. That's mm. a good point. That's a good point. Because okay. they, they start off the comic book saying, like, are you afraid of the dark? And he's like, actually, I am. And so they, they set the tone for, like, darkness in general. Yeah. Uh, which is maybe why the book is called Shade. Shade rather than shadow. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And there it we... It all comes together <laughs> and all of our problems are solved. Title surgeon. <laughs> Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> we haven't done a uh, title we, Yeah, we've not done a, done a title search in a while, in a minute. Um, there was a lot of, like, dark shadow fighting. Not a, not a lot of dialogue in this comic book. It was a quick read. Which made it quick, but also, like, I could feel the horror premise of it. The, here's the, the thing with a book like this. I'm always thinking, like, how is this going to translate into a show? Very Even easily. if you don't know it's optioned? No, no, no. When I know it's optioned okay. and, and I start it. So my it it makes it a jaded read uh-huh. because I'm just thinking like, well, are they going to keep it like this? How are they going to like animate this? Or like there's uh, her her um, brother yep. is uh, in a coma in a right. room. And I'm like, well, how long are they going to keep that going on and like do that type of thing? You know, it just is it. I don't know. I mean, like, do they show how we got in the coma in this show because there's <laughs> right. more of a preamble because we don't hear an interior narration? I hear. Are, are we going to see the characters be, like, born so we know why they exist? Oh, that, that's do a good point. Do we ever find out yeah. if he gets his switch back? Do we do that's that whole the, thing? That's the whole first arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they introduce the Wii U as the predecessor of the exactly, Switch and explain exactly. the difference Origins. between the Wii and the yep. Wii U, which right. is yeah. very convoluted? I mean, I would find that educational. <laughs> that's probably for the the... The, the, not the prologue, but the, uh, what's the, oh my God, my brain just shut off. Uh, On to the next thing. <laughs> All right. Fair enough, Greg. Your brain just vetoed that. <laughs> no thanks. It was like, oh, you had a thought? No, you didn't. <laughs> Appreciate the assistant. You know when to quit. 
I'll just, you know, after 35 years, you'll learn a thing or two. I'll just keep the show rolling. Finding that word does not matter. Because <laughs> it wouldn't. No, forget it. That was a trick. That was a trick. Was, uh, best scene. Best scene in the comic, I think. All right, we'll have competing best oh, scenes. Oh yeah, Let's best go. scene. Okay, she gets swallowed up by darkness. And then a hand emerges and grabs her cell phone and flicks on the light. And she's like half eaten by darkness and able to kind of shine the light around to get out of the darkness. That was a great scene. Mm -hmm. I think you're kind of wondering. It just seems like that flash at the end is like she's dead. Yes. And then you turn the page and it's like a reveal what the flash is. Mm -hmm. Brilliant storyboarding and storytelling. Would you say best scene? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. I like when she's at high school and basically gets turned into a meme. She like oh, yeah. shoves her friends away from a shadow coming after her <laughs> and is just like, I'll protect you. <laughs> and yeah. I, I just thought a high schooler being like, I'll protect you and shoving their friend. Well, <laughs> that's kind of like her whole her whole thing which is kind of interesting to me though her she's she's um very confident for somebody who's not very good at yeah. a lot of different things or pretty awkward in general she's like kissing her friend but also like didn't read the room enough to know that that wasn't cool <laughs> then she's like very bold and I'll protect you saving her friend not knowing that's going to turn into a very embarrassing situation for her she defends like the whole idea that she's not crazy oh, in the yeah. middle of school yes. like immediately yes which... tells her tells her brother she hates him <laughs> uh-huh. yep and it's also pretty ballsy to her mom granted that's like probably a long standing family thing mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's just an interesting dichotomy of things going on with her. Uh, my nomination for best scene is when she's oh. in the room talking to her brother in a coma and spelling out pretty plainly to everyone who's reading what's happened and why he's in the coma. Yeah. Almost like <laughs> it's like a, a, a slam dunk for a first grader to find out what's going on. Okay. I actually love this because we we gave this props when we read TMNT Ronin like uh, there was a character monologuing Mm -hmm. kind of like explaining the background and you were like this is a corny monologue Mm -hmm. like no one just like speaks out loud right and then you found out that they're speaking to like a person in a tube that they're like trying to bring back to life uh, Mr. Freeze like style right Mm -hmm. sure and I was just like okay it makes so much more sense to like monologue, like the to a, situation to a, yeah. to, a to, thing. to a to a person, even if that person's unconscious. Yeah. So it's a, a kind of a decent storytelling device Instead when you need of, to like, get that you, out the there. the reader. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> what am I doing here? Well, my brother's in a coma. How to get there? Let me tell you. Because I'm it, Malcolm in the middle. Because it keeps the internal. <laughs> it keeps the internal dialogue like. Uh, rich, grounded, whatever, without having to be like, okay, I'm having just tons of exposition <laughs> yeah. explained to me. Yeah. The character's talking directly uh, to me. I want a comic, not like a novel to read before I start a comic. Yes. Although one hopes she doesn't just like update her brother, <laughs> her brother. on the entire situation like every day. <laughs> okay, now as you remember. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we leave off? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Shadecraft spoiler time. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the end. Uh, the shadow that defends her is her brother's shadow. Is her bro. Or it just maybe is her bro. I kind of wondered if the bro was eaten by the shadows first. 
Uh, That's why he's uh in the coma. The spirit's been stolen. Yeah. So it's the best scenario, though, because she gets to romp around with her bro who is in a coma. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's what everybody wants. You want your dead dog to come back as a shadow so you can hang out with her. Oh, Shadow's already a great dog name. Did he, like, take (laughs) her shadow's place? I I think we'll find out as the story goes on. Yeah. Yeah, like, in this world, is your shadow your soul? Oh. Yeah. Or let's, let's, also, let's marinate on also, that, also that world and this world. Well, but then he would be, he is, wow. her, he can't be her soul. Her brother can't be her soul. But maybe he's just like renting out he was the like, space hey, where her hey, shadow my was. my sister's shadow, kick rocks. I'm yeah. going to be okay. her soul Why don't you Peter Pan bit. for a little bit and get <laughs> the hell out of here? There was a very big Peter Pan vibe here. <laughs> was there? In the shadow. We'll see if Basically she, the, we'll see if she that's uses the, sh- the only thing was the shadow. She didn't have like a hook or there wasn't an alligator chasing her around going tick tock, tick tock. Like the only Peter Pan reference was maybe a shadow. <laughs> Correct. Well, didn't you just uh, the say mom, Peter the mom Pan The mom busts in the room. I don't want to grow up. <laughs> I'm a Toys R Us kid. <laughs> what? <laughs> the famous song from Peter Pan. <laughs> Nana. The, the dog, yeah, the dog sang it. Oh. Any other comic book news? Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is old and stale, but we could just hash it out and talk about it like yeah. we do. Uh, <laughs> Marvel is no longer going to be using Diamond directly for their distribution. Correct. Yeah. We found this out a while back. You guys haven't heard our take on it. <laughs> Therefore, still current news. <laughs> Sit back, pop open that cognac. It's time to get into it. We got pinions. <laughs> well, I love it because Diamond, like a lot of old dinosaur comic book industries, was just kicking back, relaxing, thinking that, hey, we're the we're the juggernaut that can't be fucked with. And Marvel th- thought to themselves, no, we're bigger than you, actually. We'll figure this out. Well, let's not forget, DC did this first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. DC said during COVID, you know what? Let's uh, let's break ties with Diamond. And everyone thought DC was crazy. Everyone thought DC was going to Gap be done. It, it, the, <laughs> the gossip around the shops what? was that DC was done. What was Image saying? <laughs> oh, you Gaffa. know Image. <laughs> that old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but shortly after DC left, they were very successful. And so other smaller mm. publishers started doing the same thing. And then the last nail in the coffin was Marvel saying, you know what, we're done. Because Diamond, you're right, was this juggernaut that had all of the bargaining chips. And so they could make all the rules. They could do everything with the uh, distribution and what, you know, how things get um, uh, put out in stores. And now they have nothing. They have no weight in the game anymore. And it's, it's wild. kind of like you guys were talking about with Disney. That's why you don't want so many things to be wrapped up in one. Because then you feel like they're too big to too big to fail. And they can just do whatever they want without thinking of the actual product. Yeah, monopoly rules apply. Mm-hmm. Do not collect $200. The, the, odd <laughs> thing, Diamond. the odd thing was, did you read this letter that Diamond put out like three days ago? Oh, yeah. Well, how'd it go again? Tell me. <laughs> how, 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 we how totally did it read that. Of but, course I did. But they, not everybody listening. May, it, is, it started like, dear comic book readers, how, how are you doing? <laughs> okay, yeah. You We're got, fine. So, so far, I know so far, there's you. been a lot of hate on the timeline lately. 
We just want to squash some beef real quick. And okay. say, we're good without him. First of all, we <laughs> left we, Marvel. We're going to do fine. <laughs> we're, we're great, It was actually. mutual. It was, it was mutual. <laughs> and if Marvel's so good on their own, then have them come get their stuff from my house I because <laughs> I don't have room for it anymore. There are tons of better publishers who want to be with me. <laughs> me and Dynamite are doing just fine now, okay? They fill me with variants. <laughs> So far, you're spot on. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I told Anymore? you. I read it. I'm Anymore? just telling you what it is. Yeah, you did. You, uh, it says XOXO, <laughs> eat a turd. It's a handful <laughs> of words you missed. The main thing was that uh, they announced that they're going to... So, you know Marvel's going to be using Penguin Random House, right? Yeah. Known yes. Known for uh, Penguin Books and Penguin Audio. Just books about penguins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mr. Popper. So very familiar such. with yeah. penguins. Yeah, they put out um, March of the Penguins, uh, Happy Feet, Surf's Up. <laughs> so basically- You di- had those ready to go. <laughs> Diamond just wants you to know, this is only a behind-the-scenes thing about how these Marvel products were obtained for distribution, but it does not impact our ability to supply you with Marvel comics. So you can still order through them. If you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, no. But they've been diminished. Their power isn't, we're the main ones. We're, we're like a distributor. Yes. So, they, so they they're on to, the same level of comic book shops now. They have Ex- to purchase Marvel Comics first and then yeah. distribute <laughs> yeah. them yeah. too. So they, they sent out this letter that was like, this is um this, this is just a minor inconvenience for us. This actually works better for us, so yes. it's fine. It's it actually, I'm fine. It reads more like trying to trick people into not understanding what's actually happened so that they continue to go through diamonds. There are stores and don't go through penguin that we've frequented that live and die by diamond yeah. that will read this and say, "Good, I can still get my Marvel through diamond. Don't care. Going to yep. do it." And so then And that's what they're trying to do here. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we have gone to shops before where they've actually told us that diamond has a strict like policy and list of rules that your comic book shop needs to follow mm-hmm. or else you are not like diamond approved. Yeah. Or you're put on like some kind of band list. And one of them was like, you have to have a TV on. Yes, you do. Which seemed crazy to me. Yeah. I wonder it, what the study is. It's there. this art. Yeah. There must be some type of like retail thing that is you know, like, I know that like music and retail mm-hmm. is that produces more sales or something like that. A TV on seems like something stuck from the 90s. Like, maybe yeah. you should also have a Stone Temple Pilot record on <laughs> as well. <laughs> That's just because it's a classic album. Right, yeah. Tiny Music. It's a classic. Especially Spin for, Mother's what a wild, What a wild thing also for such a, like, for such a non-TV media. Like, you don't, nothing that I'm going to be seeing here could be made better except for, like, a reading rainbow. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. how is that going to well, promote also, the sales of what I'm in the store to buy? Maybe, and, like, the TV keeps you in the store longer. If you're a comic book shop, just get your books and go. Like, that's what they want. They just want your money and then for you to leave. Like, you want to linger around and watch an episode of Bonanza, <laughs> like, with me when you buy your books? That's I, well, think- I was thinking it would just be, like, promo reels. But still, like, what could you do? Like, what? I don't know. I think I, I think the idea is that it's like keeps it from being like some like dusty man's closet. <laughs> but it Oh, so it's kid tested mother approved. Instead you just have the dusty man watching TV. Right. <laughs> it turns out the aesthetic of like one shitty seventeen inch TV in the corner <laughs> playing like reruns of Animaniacs is like not that enticing. <laughs> I just love picturing this, like, man in a cloak coming in, <laughs> being like, well, great store you have here. How You've been open for a while. 
I noticed there's a <laughs> sudden lack of screen. <laughs> oh, there's a dusty old tube over there. When was the last time you fired that up? <laughs> You're going to be paying a nickel more for your comics. <laughs> My name's Pennyworth, and I'm the representative from Diamond. Tisk, 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 sir. I want all these castles of old comic book industries to crumble. So goodbye, Diamond. Goodbye, your bad logo. Goodbye, <laughs> your bad distribution model. Goodbye, Diamond. I'm surprised people have so many opinions and takes on it. I was just kind of like, all right, as long as I can get comics, who gives a fuck? I think it's just, I think it's just more chatter from comic book shop owners. Yeah. That's where it's like coming from, and it, it is interesting. Diamond doesn't have any rule where they can't purchase from other distributors for the same publishers, do they? Oh, I do not. Know. I'm not that far in the weeds. Yeah. I just I've only read the base articles. Well, because I'm wondering as oh, far like as any, impact like, goes. Compete, ro- compete yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm wondering as as far as the Im- impact on shops go. Nah, because DC's already doing direct to shops, mm-hmm. so that's there. that's that situation already, and we're still getting diamond books. There's a, a a pretty good comic book store down the road from us, down the road being I-70, two hours away. Uh, mm-hmm. That uh, said that they uh, they don't carry DC anymore when this happened because it was too complicated to order off of Diamond, break. and it's like, <laughs> well, okay, well, I guess this it's doesn't. It's only your livelihood, so you don't need to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> so then, like, I guess this doesn't affect them though, because Diamond put this nice, clean yeah. uh, email for them together. It was like, don't you worry, you're still gonna get your Marvel comics here. We're just actually ordering them from Penguin. Mm-hmm. So they may be a little more expensive. Yes. So you could order them still from us. <laughs> I read an interesting thing on why Penguin is a great move for Marvel. They're apparently one of, if not the top distributor for trades. Uh-huh. More people are buying trades, especially yes. young people, yes. from small independent bookstores, large book chains, yep. etc., rather than going into a comic book shop and buying trades anyway. Yep. So you're getting more in touch with the thing that's actually moving. Oh, like Barnes & Noble probably gets all right. of their trades mm-hmm. from, from Penguin. Penguin. Yeah. So Speaking of dinosaurs, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they might be getting, you know, an opportunity to get more floppy comics into um, bookstores or a higher volume of trades into different bookstores or or small mom and pop bookshops start carrying things like Spider-Man and uh, Superman, just like the top, top comics and just see how it goes. So speaking of weird distribution shit, have any of you actually gone to a Walmart to pick up some of these DC exclusives that exist? Oh, the Walmart variants? Yeah. I I see them, but I don't pick them up. Do you know how they work? I imagine they're ratty as a fuck by the time you get them up actually to the they're, they're like register. they're pre-wrapped like they're shrink wrapped oh, really? yeah so they're they're they have a so cardboard backing in better condition <laughs> they're shrink wrapped do you know why they're shrink wrapped because they're in Walmart because that you have to buy three comics yes I so, know that oh. so it's, it's like a variety pack yeah you get you get two comics that have already been printed and one is a variant Walmart exclusive I had no idea uh, Toys R Us used to do this used to buy packs of comics there okay Scalpers love selling them on eBay. Ooh, they love it. I was going to say the only thing that the only people that would benefit is those people who yeah, are and, to... and I think they sell out, right? You know. Well, sometimes they do. It depends on like on the cover, but yeah. They're I mean, they're wildly popular. I love the idea of it because it puts comic book floppies into people's hands that 
wouldn't normally go to a comic book shop. Unless a guy just walks in and is like, I will take all of these to sell on eBay. Which is what is happening to baseball cards and Pokemon cards in oh Targets gosh. and Walmarts. Completely right. We've been talking about that for a minute. The, the 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 trading card stuff is like it's out of control. You can't emphasize how insane it is right now. Yeah, I didn't know that. Is that why you can't find yours anymore? <laughs> it's it's exactly right. I can't oh, find no. my Pokemon cards anymore. That's so sad. Fucking we, bullshit. People vintage who actually stock, want to. I don't know if this was an article that you found online, but I went into a vintage stock and saw ninety nine dollar packs of basketball cards. No, I I saw the same cards. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah they're jacking them up because they can because you can't fucking find them anywhere you'd think about going on ebay mm-hmm. and buying any one basketball card you want like rather than like what card are you gonna pull out of a 99 dollars pack that makes that worth it unless the chances a, are so slim right mm-hmm. unless it's like a jordan signature nothing right which <laughs> those aren't going to be in packs like this well the, if there are they... there's going to be one Mm-hmm. Among millions of cards that were printed. <laughs> what I believe they have are relics. Yeah. So they have like a piece of a jersey. Yeah. Yeah, in a card. but not in every pack. Sure. And that's the thing. I can go on eBay and buy most relics for 10 to $25. Mm-hmm. I don't think anymore. I think that's the thing. Then I need to sell my boxes full of relic cards that are like garbage right now. Oh, uh, you, you absolutely do. Because maybe they're worth money. I don't know. Yeah. Dollar, dollar, bill, y'all. But I don't think there's so many, so many exist that how are people going to track them down and find them? The most sought after is um, Horace Grant's uh, glasses, the Rex Specs <laughs> that they slammed into a card. Did they really? No. Wouldn't that be cool? Though? <laughs> Come on. Dude, that would be so awesome. <laughs> a whole lens. Yeah. <laughs> one clear card. That's just for her super basketball fans. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, Dino Raja's like nose guard that he wore for uh, for a season. <laughs> I'd buy that. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how they get you. Yeah. All right, maybe I'll list some of my cards. You should. Yeah, let's get back here, and then we'll buy that uh, Matt Cannon NFT. Okay. Oh yeah, we never tried that. I don't know if the time limit's still on that. But I we... don't. God, trying to mess with Ethereum sounds like a yeah. waking nightmare. All right, do you guys want to get into Silk? I'd love to get into Silk. Silk the Shocker. New book out on Marvel by Maureen Gu, who is a novelist. Mm -hmm. I looked her up the other day. Has a ton of like best-selling novels. um, Writes fun stuff for like a YA audience, I think. And how did that translate to her first comic? I loved it. I thought she was witty and charming and relatable, and I want fifty more issues of this particular comic. This was I thought it was fantastic and a great debut. This is a one of five. I'm bummed to hear that because I think the exact same thing. Yeah. Fantastic comic. Wrote the character so well. Mm-hmm. I really hate when they... I mean, I know that they have plans for why they would make it a one of five, but do you think that they often do or would create room if like they saw readership or if oh, there yeah. was just quality with the team. Yep. That's why you see Miles Morales, yeah. that's why you see Spider-Gwen like I think this may be just like a little dip a toe dip into the water to see how people react to yeah. Silk being back. Yeah. And then hopefully this takes off and she gets uh, an ongoing. She had an ongoing I was at one say. point. Yeah, she did. It made it to what? Like 18, 20 issues or something mm-hmm. before they stopped. 
Uh, yeah, I guess I should have said another ongoing, yeah. And I like that. I read that series. I was a huge Spider-Man fan. She was integral to the Amazing Spider-Man story at the time they did the offshoot. And what, one thing I loved is that the tonality of the character stayed very true. This is on canon. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson's nickname for analog Oh, stuff. I love that. <laughs> so and she's working when, for him now. I love when, that. When was that series? Like, is this a better time just culturally for uh, this series to come out? Yes. It was like 2013 or something. It wasn't like incredibly long ago. Okay. Well, we should say this book was pushed back. This was supposed to come out right when COVID started. And so everything got kind of gridlocked and pushed back and pushed back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this was supposed to come out a little bit earlier. And she also then. spent some time in the the Asian superhero team. Agents uh, of Atlas. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that also kind of primed it for this as well. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, this, this book, it felt like um, it was like dancing around a YA book, but not a YA book because it's like a you just got out of college book what do, you, what do you call that early adolescence <laughs> uh for coming of age young, young adult. adult yeah i mean it's really ya yeah okay yeah i i don't know if like 21 year olds think of themselves as ya though what about ia immature adults ah. they are the ya's though yes because anything below that is teen my frontal lobe is forming teen. adolescence uh yeah and so i think the dip between like fighting crime working at your first job and stuff was like one of the best I've seen done in, oh, a, in, yeah. in, in a Marvel book. Absolutely. And um, comic period. She, she is basically Peter Parker. She's quipping while she's fighting. She is working for a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is just, you know, I, I just, and she was bit by the same spider that bit Peter Parker. True. Except <laughs> for the, the spider gave her better powers and fixed, her, fixed uh, Peter's web problem. <laughs> yeah, she shoots web through for fingertips, which I thought was amazing. <laughs> That's funny, right? Rather than instead <laughs> I never of having thought <laughs> that that was a web problem, but it is kind of odd, right? That he had to invent his Just own, this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Just the tiniest sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> when there's a very famous sound effect already. That's a good point. <laughs> He's trying to make a new thing happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know the famous Spider-Man thing? You know, <laughs> the thing so that he does? trying to, like, tickle someone in the back of the neck? <laughs> um, who is... Okay, so she meets this, like, giant, huge friend in the end of the comic book that's, like, a giant cat monster. Oh, no. So that's... No, that's the president of the tech company mm-hmm. that they found the earpieces in, the villain she fought. Completely okay. different character that looks completely different. She has half her hair is white. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the villain mastermind is the star of that scene. Okay. And that person cat commissions this cat monster that she's friends with mm-hmm. to uh, take out like a crime syndicate. Got it. And, okay. And that's <laughs> and that happens. So one of the interesting things here is that. Silk's job is as a reporter or an intern for reporter, and she her very first article that she publishes is about a murder that ties directly into some crime fighting stuff that she's going to have to deal with as a superhero and as a reporter at the exact same time. Well, and she did the thing that everyone fears. She posted it online by accident. Yeah, right. <laughs> she meant to send it to her editor, and she oh hit publish God. by mistake. Everyone's fucking nightmare. <laughs> 
Just sending anything I didn't mean to send to anybody I didn't mean oh, yeah. to send to. I check emails about five times to make sure I have the right people attached to them and not copy all. Do you have Do you have that thing on uh, Gmail that like it gives you a five te- second buffer? Yeah. You can extend Ooh, a delay. You can extend it to ten. <laughs> can you really? Yeah, ten, do it on uh, Outlook. I didn't know you could do it on Gmail. Yeah, it gives you like a. Did you really want to send that ten second? Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Um, I even do that when I'm like. When I like check my phone sometimes, even <laughs> like, is this? Did I accidentally call the one person that I am happening to reference in this moment? <laughs> I've been talking a lot about Steve. I'm not going to make sure it's Steve <laughs> not on the line while I'm talking about him. I don't know. It's just the worst feeling to, to have that kind oh, yeah. of, yeah. It's, yeah, like you did make Siri accidentally call somebody. Yeah, it actually happened to your mom the other day. It did? She was talking about her bosses. Oh, <laughs> no. What? Yeah. So my mom shouldn't have phones. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had called her, and so she was kind of griping about how they were calling her to come in. But that's, I mean, I, I'm I stand by checking my phone because I don't ever want that to happen to me. Yeah. The end. So Cindy Moon kind of came out around the same time as Spider Gwen was introduced, mm-hmm. and I think the plan was for Cindy Moon to explode, and then Spider Gwen blew up instead. Spider-Gwen was not supposed to be a thing. No, right. That's why the first appearance is worth so much, because they didn't print that many. Whereas they had Silk first appear in the mainline run of Amazing Spider-Man. Interesting. Yeah. I I love Cindy Moon. She's, um, she's like the Kimmy Schmidt of the Spider-Verse, because she <laughs> lived 10 years in a bunker. Right, yeah. She was trapped <laughs> in a bunker. Where she a was mole. taught to kill people. <laughs> mole woman. Original. It's also, like, her costume is so interesting because it's like a bandana, like a like a bandit mask. Very COVID-friendly. Yes. Uh, versus, like, the typical Spider-Man thing is to cover up your whole face with some spider eyes. Yeah. So. This way we get hair and style. Yes. It's called fashion, Mom. Turn to the left. <laughs> Make it work. <laughs> That is that's true. My Tim Gunn Maybe that's why they came out with this, is how COVID-friendly it is. Because <laughs> that's what the masses were clamoring for. You know what? We want our superheroes <laughs> to be safe, and we want to promote proper mask wearing. It's over her nose, as you can see. It's not hanging below her chin. It disguises her when she's crime fighting. She cool. can go into any store she wants to. <laughs> how about another comic, guys? Yes. Do we want to talk about witch blood? I, I'd vault? love to... Vault. We don't get many Vault That's comics true. coming our way. It's been a while. We I like think... this pub, it's though. It's been a while. I believe this is can the... We, uh... we can't do that on this, can Oh, we? it's yeah, been sure. a while. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Flawless. <laughs> no problem. I'm a big Stain fan. Um, the This is the same creative team as Long Lost, I believe, also on Vault. Oh. Yep, we covered it a long, long time ago. I mm-hmm. didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Great book. I like that book a lot. Mm-hmm. This book is Nutso's. <laughs> <laughs> the cover is awesome. Yes. Both the covers are great. It's the di- it's the dialogue for me that's the most insane about this. Like I get that it occurs in Texas. But everybody is just like partner. Like oh. ma'am. Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And our our witch character kind of talks like she's a 
robot pretending to be human when she's talking to other people. Like, I'm going to fool you into thinking I'm people. (laughs) When she's doing her own dialogue, she is like straight just witch talk. Yeah. It's almost disorienting how much like witchy, witch, witch she goes with. I know. I had a little bit of a hard time following some of the dialogue. Speaking almost in rhymes and riddles, but then you also have these insane like super southern speech from everybody else. Yeah. I don't know if we said this or what the premise is, but no. it's a, this, it's essentially just like vampires and witches and people who hunt those things are all in modern day world. But you're following it from the perspective of a witch who's a motorcycle badass yeah. go, going about town. And they're in like hippy dippy New Mexico. Yes. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Texas. My bad. It Did might we not be. say something about? Okay. The the South, if yeah. you will. <laughs> if you can, <laughs> put yourself in the mindset of the South. The South. And uh, yeah, so she's like, gets her motorcycle wrecked by somebody and then is fighting essentially like a vampire killer uh, for a long time. And it kind of just goes from like weird ass fight to weird ass fight. It's quick. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. And you, she's kind of like nomadic. She's not really a part, but she's going to get pulled into this war of the supernatural, you gather. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I think, an immortal witch. She's been around for ages. She's been made by Esmeralda. Esmeralda. The blood of Esmeralda. Which... Es- Esme, if you will. Yes. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> and then the vampires are after Esmeralda, or they have a map to her. Because she has that special blood. Correct. Thus the name of the book. Which blood? Whose blood? Which, Which blood? blood? Full circled this. <laughs> I like Vault. I wanted to like Vault more, and this book was certainly fun. There was nothing not fun about this book. I agree. So, and it was interesting. And then when the vampires come in, I think it ramps up to a new level of gore, danger, and like, how is this going to end? It really like took it from like, is this like kind of just a weird zine book to like being like, oh, okay, I can see the narrative arc and this is kind of crazy now. Yeah, it's like a weird mix of like teen plus pulpy. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm kind of actually coming around on the dialogue the more that we talk about it because I think that that helps this not seem like just another Sabrina. If you know what yes. I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah. Like it's definitely more um, stylized, just totally different, to be totally different than that. It's like Sabrina on acid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they really nailed the aesthetic of how vampires have that real outlaw sexual energy with this like motorcycle vampire gang that I really enjoyed. They all were dressed super sexy with uh, leather jackets and no shirts and like, but like coiffed cow- hair. Cowboy, cowboy hippie sexy. Yeah, like dust till dawn kind of style and uh, I-, I was into it. Like Mumford and Sons. <laughs> yeah, but if they were vampires and rode motorcycles, totally. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Has any member of Mumford & Sons ever appeared without a shirt on? <laughs> have you, better yet, have you ever seen any of their reflections? Oh, that's oh, good. Oh, my God. <laughs> How much does a vial of Mumford & Sons blood go for? Well, <laughs> um, about five bucks. You think? Yeah. They, have, they have an endless supply of it. Yep. There, I remember, I think they fired, this is so stupid, I think they fired their banjo player recently. They did? For what reason, though? Something nefarious. He gave praise to an author who wrote a book condemning 
um, or who uh, the author was like praising the people who attacked the Capitol of just like, hey, man, they're just trying to defend okay. their rights. And the, the banjo player, the banjo player of Mumford and Sons was just like, wow, what a great book. Very courageous of you to write. <laughs> and the Internet said, no, 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 no. You're out of Mumford and Sons. So, Mumford like, just lost a son. Here's the thing. It takes like no effort to not say that. <laughs> right. And keep your job. Yeah, you can still be a lunatic and be in Mumford and Sons oh if you gosh. keep your mouth shut. There was no bigger gig the banjo player could have gotten in his life. <laughs> he just had to keep his politics out. So here's what I don't get. You kick the guy out of the band as if your politics aren't the same as one of the guys you've, like, lived in a fucking van no with for the last, like, 10 years. They couldn't years. have been shocked. Right. Like <laughs> They're the, just waiting for Danny to say something. The rest of those guys got to feel the exact same Well, so way. I think that's why they kick him out is they're like, they're going to find us out. Yeah, they like, want to save face. Yeah, yeah they every... want to be able to get ahead of it. <laughs> Everybody knows what we're doing over here. But... Well, maybe the banjo player can go along with Gina Carano and they can just start like some <laughs> sort of... form a jug band. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking Pizza of... Pizza gate. Mumford & Sons was the band that played when I went when I was lucky enough to go to an episode of Saturday Night Live. Oh. Hey. They were the musical guests. They were the guest. mu- musical guests. <laughs> Mumford and Sons. They did a lot of harmonizing? Yeah. Well. I was kind of bummed. I was like, man, sometimes Because it's you a get... lottery, right? You don't, you're, you're not getting to pick which yeah, show you, you go you to. Yeah, you can't pick the show you go to. And I'll, some people get Kanye West. Some people yeah. get like... <laughs> Mumford and Sons. Rihanna. And then other people get Mumford and Sons. <laughs> who is your guest? Oh. Like, who is the, sper- the person hosting? Tiffany Haddish. Oh. oh. Speaking of which... That's a good one. Has yeah. anybody watched Bad Trip? No, I want to so bad. I watched it two times in a row. It seems good? like it is your bag. I finished oh, it. hundred percent. I finished it and I just started it again because <laughs> I said I just witnessed the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever put in front of my face. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's like it's like half jackass, half like story, right? Well, like it's half Eric real movie. Andre. Like it's half Eric Andre, half actual movie. Yeah, it, yeah. So it's a lot like it's the same thing as like Ali G and um, Borat. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that two different people. Sorry, you're right. Those <laughs> movies, Bruno as well. I guess Ali G didn't. That that movie was more. Nar- you probably never saw it, but it was all just narrative, no prank. Um, but anyway, the uh, <laughs> hashtag the, no prank. The main difference is, is that <laughs> Eric is is the one made to be the fool. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's his shtick. Yeah, like he loves to, he loves to be the butt of the, the joke. The joke is always on him, but that's but that's the joke for everyone else. <laughs> yes, nobody feels dumb being in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> is Hannibal Burris in it at all? Uh, no, but the guy that is um, the TSA clerk from Get Out, Lil, uh-huh. uh, Lil Ray. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he's amazing. But <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, I mean, if you have to be told that it's her because it, it looks absolutely <laughs> she just, well, she nothing like her. Really, yeah, it doesn't even look like her on the cover. Like <laughs> I, I I couldn't believe it that it was her. <laughs> he kept posting really close up <laughs> pictures, like close 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 up of her face on Instagram. <laughs> Trina, I believe, is her character. That was just name. his post, just her face. Oh, really, I close. thought about Trina the other day. The, the remember. The rapper Trina? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, what is she doing? <laughs> hey, so speaking wildly of, off track. So wildly speak, off speaking track of now. vial of blood, while we're off track, did you know <laughs> that um, we're in what we call a podcast death spiral? <laughs> 
<laughs> AKA shit. Mike D's favorite part of the show. <laughs> Did you know that Megan was talking about Witchblood was so much fun? <laughs> Megan Fox currently carries a vial of blood around her neck of MGK. Okay, cool. <laughs> is he is dead? That, is that Machine Gun Kelly? Yes. Okay. Um, but I much was like I got that right. Why would you do that if Angelina Jolie famously did yeah, that that's previously? Because she did it with Billy Bob, right? Yeah. yeah. So Megan, <laughs> you know your Fox, vials of blood. <laughs> Meg, Megan Fox, is that what you said? Yes. She's dating Machine Gun Kelly. Correct. Then, I assume. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Either that, or she stole his blood. She's <laughs> bragging well, about it. I don't it. know. Maybe he gave it to her. I yeah. Good clarification. Yeah, that's weird. Just <laughs> no. to be like, okay, I'm gonna do that thing that they did already, but it's special to us. Yeah. And I have tiny thumbs. She. They're like. Yeah. They're like hammer thumbs, toe thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Blood, blood was I at know, least. I know my blood in my thumbs. Blood was at least on theme. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing else. I love that we got a uh, degrading her uh, otherwise uh, perfect image in there at the end. I don't, she's, also, does it. she's also disgusting in this way. <laughs> Just at the buzzer. Every. Tell, tell me I'm wrong. Every time anyone mentions Megan Fox in any context, it always comes back to the fuck. The fucking thoughts. I just always think of her on New Girl, but it now I'll think of the vial of blood. You know. Yeah. God, leave the thumbs out of it already. She's a fucking person. I thought the thumbs were like they're fine. They don't. They don't. They're not disgusting to me. It's like, it's like, like double jointed. They're like a different color. I just feel bad because it's probably hard for her to play video games. She's probably doing way cooler <laughs> shit. Yes, she laments that very fat every day. I can't day. quite reach all these millions of dollars, <laughs> and I can't play Mario. Well, they're not, like, shorter, are they? I, I think they're still are. making fun of her. <laughs> I think they are. They're like nubs. Uh... Guys, I think we've cashed these books in celebration of women this month. Oh, no. And we're... Uh, We've ended on a high note. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I failed the sisterhood. Uh, we had three great books this week. Not a not a one of them was, was bad. Green. Yep. So, um, good job, Image. Good job, Vault. And good job, Marvel. If you guys tune into our Patreon or check out our bonus episodes ever, this past week we'll have posted... Uh, crosstalk. Crosstalk. Episode crosstalk. six or seven. We're talking about issue number five. Yeah. So, so probably episode five then, right? No, because we did a couple about we've done some solid bonus. blood. And oh, you're right. Other stuff. You're yeah. right. Don't try to correct me. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> you're right. Uh, and then our Patreon. Who knows where what wacky places will go? That's once a week we do an extra bonus episode. I thought we were gonna save the vial of blood stuff for the Patreon, Man, but yeah. you got it right here We've, on the main feed. We really spent it this week. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody. We'll catch you later. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>